Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather. I got some headlines for you guys today. I guess numero uno uh, topping the list that I guess just happened um, was Pope um, Benedict passed away at the age of 95. Well, in other news, Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. Happy New Year's Eve from Texas. I know some of y'all is already New Year's Day, but for here in Texas, it's 9.33 p.m. Central Standard Time. So anyway, just wanted to give a Happy New Year's to everybody out there before we hit the headlines. So now let's jump to some headlines. A misguided hope. So the growing call for a global government and world leader, that's by Tim Moore, posted on the 29th of December. And I alluded to this article the other day and it's um, geoengineering startup company says it's already begun releasing particles into the atmosphere and folks you're not going to believe why <laughs> stay tuned i'll tell you all about that europeans resort to desperate measures to find heat amid energy crisis and this is at the wnd.com uh, wnd.com so spiking prices driven by fallout of russia a russian invasion of ukraine folks things are getting a little a little hairy um, over there in Europe, but you know, they're all about the, we're going to wind energy and we're going to do this. And it's all about the environment. So, you know, the Bible says when you worship the creation rather than the creator, uh, folks, you're lost. It forbids that, but yet that's what we see happening. And if you guys haven't um, paid attention to what happened over there when Prince Charles gave the speech, okay, and they had the bull, then they had uh, the woman, which is the harlot riding the beast, they were all bowing down to this bull and uh, this beast, if you will. They had these 71 flags at the foot of this beast. You might want to go watch that. Why was there 71? They had the recreation of what looked like the Tower of Babel. You got the fire coming out of it, and you got this beast, and you got all these people bowing down. They have their crystals um, representing the Satan fall from heaven to the earth, and and so, folks, a lot of a uh, lot of stuff going on that if you're not really thinking about it or you're not paying attention, you're not going to know about any of this. But, folks, it's happening. It's going on. It already happened. And why do they have the 71 flags of so the 70 nations? But why was there 71? That would be Israel. So they are going to expect Israel to bow down to this beast system, folks. A lot of stuff going on in the background that you probably um, wouldn't know or you would look at that and say, what are they doing over there? That's the most stupidest. What is world? That's so weird. You know, us, we're like, that's strange. That is very weird. But believe me, people, they have a reason. Symbolism is huge with them. Look at the Wicked Witches, the Satanists. And all. Symbolism is huge. When they do the okay sign, that is the number, that's Satanism. They're doing the 666, and they're doing the, the devil's horns on their hands. Folks, all of this stuff, all of this symbolism is very important to them. To us Christians, we're like, what? You know, we don't really pay attention. But if you don't know what's going on in the world, you're not going to know. You're not going to have any idea. That's why you've got to pay attention. Brother Spencer Smith breaks it down. you got to go watch his third Adam documentaries. You're going to learn a ton. Pastor Billy Crone at GetAlifeMedia.com. GetAlifeMedia.com or Sunrise Bible Church. You're going to learn a lot, but you've got to know what's going on. You've got to know your enemy, folks. We are Christians in this world, and God says we are in this world, but we are not of this world. Jesus said if they hated me, they're going to hate you too. Folks, you got to realize what we are up against as Christians when the Apostle Paul told us to put on the armor, Ephesians 6.10, we're putting on the armor of Christ. We are literally putting on Jesus, folks. You need to know why. Like, why would I need armor? Why do I need this? Well, folks, you got to know the enemy is out there. He has come to kill, steal, and to destroy. We have the depopulation. You get the Bill Gates. You get all these people who can't reason. They are like animals now because they have turned from the one true God. They have hardened their hearts. And now this is what they want. They think that they can rule the world and do all these things and transhumanism. And they're going to upload their minds. And this is what they think, folks. This is what they are thinking. You need to know what is going on in the world today. I'm just telling you, you need to be aware. Otherwise, you won't know what evil is around you in society and in culture permeating everywhere. 
telling you we're in the end days. So let's check out some articles, shall we? First, let's go to Europeans resort to desperate measures to find heat and energy crisis. This is the WN News Services. And this article was written by John Hugh DeMastry from the Daily Caller News Foundation. So, starts out and he says, European countries are looking to recycle the heat generated by data centers to warm homes. The latest in a series of measures to find heat amid an ongoing energy crisis, the Wall Street Journal reported on Thursday. European countries are looking to recycle the heat generated by data centers. Hmm. Sounds a little... No, let's go on. So he says, the years-long European debate about how to best recover heat from data centers as opposed to simply letting it vent is finally began to bear fruit. A spiking energy process driven by the fallout of the Russian invasion of Ukraine make the foray into heat recovery a more financially solid endeavor for tech companies, according to the WSJ. So government tax breaks such as those offered in France and Denmark and pressure from both the European Union and members of the general public to increase energy efficiency of power-hungry data centers have also incentivized big tech firms and contracted operators to reconsider their heating strategies. As Russia continues to cut natural gas deliveries to EU, Germans have also purchased candles and space heaters at record levels to keep energy costs down at the behest of the government. Coal usage has increased worldwide in response to the soaring price of natural gas with Germany, Austria, and the Netherlands restarting or reducing restrictions on the use of coal-fired plants. Hmm, amazing how we all go back to that, isn't it? <laughs> Just, you know, anyway. Amazon, Apple, and Microsoft have all announced plans to or begun integrating their data centers in Ireland, Denmark, and Finland to local heating systems. The WSJ reported Facebook parent Meta has had its data center in Odense, Denmark, integrated into the local heating network since 2020. It intends to increase recovery efforts to generate enough heat by the end of 2023 to keep 11,000 homes warm. Wow. Anyway, Google, who has major data centers across the continent, is currently investigating the ways its sites could be integrated into heating networks. The WSA reported data centers operators such as Equinix are also set to expand or introduce new heat recycling measures. The controversial practice of logging and burning wood, which the EU considers to be its largest renewable resource, has also intensified this year, despite significant backlash from scientists and activists who dispute its categorization as a renewable energy source. Still, there are technical and financial challenges for tech companies trying to enter the heating market. According uh, to the WSJ, the hot air typically vented by data centers needs to be pumped together uh, to be heated to useful temperatures. For example, in energy companies typically look for 10-year contracts far beyond the typical financial planning of some data center managers. So, anyway, you can read all about that in the Daily Caller News Foundation if you so desire. <laughs> Wonders never since to amaze me. Um, you know, we we can't burn coal. No, we got to make everything electric. But we can't afford to heat our homes and we can't keep the electricity grid from collapsing. But you can't burn coal, which, yeah, I think they're finding out the hard way. <laughs> Their environmentalism is ridiculous. Anyway, it's a, it's a religion, folks. If you haven't noticed, that's what they've made it into. Mother Earth and all that heretical garbage, as my mom would say, garbage, is what she would call it. Anyway. <laughs> so, geoengineering startup company says it's already begun releasing particles into the atmosphere. Guys, you can find this at technocracy.news. Technocracy.news. And uh, it is by James Temple via Technology Review. It's posted on the 28th of December. So, a startup claims it has launched weather balloons that may have released reflective sulfur particles in the stratosphere, potentially crossing a controversial barrier in the field of solar engineering. Geoengineering refers to deliberate efforts to manipulate the climate by reflecting more sunlight uh, back into space, mimicking a natural process that occurs in the aftermath of large volcanic eruptions. In theory, spraying sulfur and similar particles in sufficient quantities could potentially ease global warming. 
it's not technically difficult to release such compounds into the stratosphere, but scientists have mostly, though not entirely, refrained from carrying out even small-scale outdoor experiments. And it's not clear that any have yet injected materials into that specific layer of the atmosphere in the context of geoengineering-related research. That's in part because it's highly controversial. Little is known about the real-world effects of such deliberate interventions at large scales, but they could have dangerous side effects. The impacts could also be worse in some regions than others which could provoke geopolitical conflicts. So, some researchers have long studied the technology are deeply troubled that the company Make Sunsets, yes, folks, you heard that correctly, Make Sunsets, appear to have moved forward with launches from a site in Mexico without any public engagement or scientific scrutiny. It's already attempted to, quote, sell cooling credits for future balloon flights that could carry larger payloads. Several researchers, uh, MIT Technology Review, spoke with condemned the effort to commercialize geoengineering at this early stage. Some potential investors and customers who have reviewed the company's proposals say that it's not a serious scientific effort or a credible business, but more of an intention grab designed to stir up controversy in the field. Well, I believe that is working. So, Luke Eisman, the co-founder and CEO of Make Sunsets, acknowledges that the effort is part entrepreneurial and part provocation in active geoengineering activism. He hopes that by moving ahead at the controversial space, the startup will help drive the public debate and push forward a scientific field that has faced great difficulty uh, carrying out small-scale field experiments and emitted criticism. We joke slash not joke that this is a partly a company and partly a cult, he said folks things are so strange things are so strange anyway he goes on to say heisman previously a director of the hardware at y combinator says he expects to be pillared by both in geoengineering critics and researchers in the field for taking such a step and he he recognizes that quote making me look like the bond villain is going to be helpful to certain groups unquote but he says climate change is such a grave threat <laughs> and the world has moved so slowly to address the underlying problem that more radical in interventions are now required. It's morally wrong, in my opinion, for us not to be doing this, he says. What's important is, quote, to do this as quickly and safely as we can, unquote. I don't think he's read the Bible because, um, yeah, you're not going <laughs> to be worried about climate change much longer. But in the tribulation... They're going to be some climate change, let me tell you. A uh, large scale like you never saw before. <laughs> climate change. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So, anyway, folks, we have these crazy people out there doing this garbage. And what else we got? So, here's a good one. Misguided Hope, the growing call for a global government and world leader. And this is by Tim Moore, posted on the 29th of December. 29th of December and it says it appears the United States and several other countries that historically have called themselves democracies are as of late been longing for a stronger and stronger leader not a president but more like a king and those leaders who do already rule countries with almost absolute authority are not really qualified to take these ultimate positions because they inevitably end up falling into megalomania for example russia's vladimir putin started off as his nation's president but then eventually became a dictator for life now he sees himself as an emissary for god with a divine calling to reunite russian and ukrainian orthodoxy the end step in the path towards megalomania usually is to declare oneself as a god or even the god we see this pattern throughout history. These leaders may start off with the right idea in serving their nation, but soon the power goes to their heads and they quickly begin demanding that the nation instead serve themselves. So, folks, I'm going to increase the font here just a tad. You know, you know, if you don't know me, I am blind as a bat, really. <laughs> Surprised I'm not. Um, I don't have Braille on my computer screen. So anyway, moving right along. <laughs> so anyway, there are many examples of such political leaders throughout history. Megalomania is almost a default tendency of mankind. Remember Nimrod, who was a great leader back in his day? We learned that he and his descendants tried to create the Tower of Babel, 
over and over again in scripture we are presented by leaders who set themselves up against god's divine leadership by trying to create their own pagan empires surrounding israel so in recent years we've been given a number of examples of leaders who exhibit megalomania just in this last century we've had adolf hitler joseph stalin and mao uh, the premier in China right now, Mr. Xi, is obviously heading in the same direction. Throughout human history, there's been Alexander the Great, Genghis Khan, and Napoleon. Uh, so Napoleon was such a megalomaniac that he didn't even deem anybody else worthy of crowning him. So he crowned himself as the Emperor of France. Even during the pandemic, many leaders began hardly embracing this authoritarian concept, which ought to have known better. Who ought to have known better, he says. So he goes on to say, megalomaniacs are often portrayed in science fiction. Just look back at Dr. Moreau, who was written by H.G. Wells. Moreau had his own island, which he ruled with absolute authority. Captain Nemo, to a degree, ruled as captain of his submarine. Then there are television and movies with characters such as Count Carlos Maria Vincenzo Manzepi from the Wild Wild West who wanted to rule the world. There are characters like Khan in Star Trek. These characters were written as megalomaniac but squirts like yeah mom you hear my dog in the background <laughs> they're waiting for the countdown they're waiting for the new year <laughs> oh they're so cute anyway but now we have real people who are no better than these fictional megalomaniacs supporters of a new era of kings are actually suggesting that we need a single great leader such as a fur of nazi germany to embrace worldwide it's hoped that this messianic figure will lead the nations out of our economic woes i believe this tide is setting the world up for the prophesied antichrist and he would be correct once again folks this is tim moore tim moore and if you wonder why that name um sounds familiar if you're thinking um he is now um lamb and lions uh ministries a new president i believe he's new up there it was um dr david reagan whom i love so much um if you want to read some good books look at dr david reagan anyway from lamb and lion ministry so now tim moore is um ahead of that now so anyway i love him too but he's not dr david reagan <laughs> Anyway, he's great, though. He's great. Don't get me wrong. Anyway, so moving right along. And he says, The Bible prophecy that in the end times, the Roman Empire will revive and rise again. What's interesting is that for hundreds of years, the Roman Empire started off as a republic. They had representative senators and some citizens could vote if they came from a certain position. Shockingly enough, the Romans traded their republic in for an emperor. Why? Because Caesar could get things done. That's why I think we're seeing this in push for a global government our societies have grown to include so many people and the politics have gotten so complex and so gridlocked especially in times of disaster like when covid came through during that time we heard the who say we needed a global government to best manage natural disasters which are currently happening all over the world and we read in the bible that natural disasters will increase in frequency and intensity as the lord's return draws near we're tired of all the bureaucracy and long for a just ruler who can easily cut through the red tape when it comes to a global government he says he believes based on scripture that world leadership will first narrow down to a group of men like kings and then eventually out of this group of 10 men will rise one will rise who will become the prophesied antichrist megalomania will inevitably set in and he will demand the world to worship him not even 10 years ago he says when he was um, talking with some friends about this scenario he says we still didn't see a call for global government but now that we're past the pandemic it seems like there's been a growing call for a global government just like at king charles remember what he said to marshal all but yeah you heard it i played it it's been played you've heard it if not who knows i may play it again at the end of this uh at the end of this episode <laughs> but anyway moving right along a lot of people are tired of the challenges and getting a decent law passed through our legislature look at our own congress congress it's completely gridlocked by two parties americans don't want to wait for congress to come up with solutions or even to write laws but rather for the supreme court to decide policies we've been letting nine individuals decide what's right and wrong in this nation for decades whether it's been roe versus wade and the legalization of abortion which the left wants along with a whole host of other issues we've been slowly giving power and authority to a much smaller governmental group likewise he says our presidents have begun making law by executive order 
such as Biden attempting to erase hundreds of billions of dollars of student loan debt, even though the executive branch doesn't have that kind of authority, either according to the Constitution or by Biden's own testimony. And yet he's attempting it because there would be no other way to get that kind of provision passed by Congress. So people will embrace expanded government in the short term based on their selfish hope of getting what they see will directly benefit themselves. Goes on to say, biblical leadership. Jesus talked about selfish versus unselfish leadership when he taught in Matthew chapter 20, verse 25 through 28 in the King James Version. It says, but Jesus called them unto him and said, ye know that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them. And they that are great exercise authority upon them. But it shall not be so among you. But whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. So, I'm sure you guys can hear Squirt in the background. He's got a squeaky. Anyway, it's his monkey. It's his monkey and it's like a water bottle. And it has like the, the little air squeakers in it. He loves that thing. He loves it, especially when dog mom is trying to sleep. But anyway, moving right along. So notice Jesus teaches that whoever wishes to become great will be your servant. He's contrasting the attitude that we as Christians should exhibit versus the pagans who are selfishly motivated. The rulers of the Gentiles or godless lord their power over their people and great men exercise authority over the weaker. This has always been the tendency of humanity to seek out a powerful leader whom they can unify around them. But it's a misguided hope. Westerners have historically looked down upon dictatorships, especially in the Middle East, where powerful religious leaders convince many of their people to follow them right off of a cliff. We think we're smarter than that. We are going to be a republic that represents democratic values. And yet, as of late, we've been allowing many of our leaders, not that they are great, but to exert great power over us when they've been driving us to ruin Manufactured disasters coupled by the natural disasters have led the world to begin crying out for stronger centralized leadership. We long for a messianic figure to step up and be the peacemaker. Well, the Bible prophecies in Daniel 9 and Revelation 6 and 13 that such a one world ruler will indeed rise out of Europe and he will be held as a peacemaker. He will come promising to fix the looming global bankruptcy, which almost all economists are saying is coming right around the corner. He'll supposedly even be able to stop the storms and fix the climate. But, and this is a universal concept, absolute power corrupts absolutely. This coming global leader, whether he starts off already satanically inspired, will eventually be possessed by Satan at the midpoint of the tribulation. And so the power will inevitably go to his head. By the middle of the coming seven-year tribulation period, he will demand that the entire world worship him. The Antichrist will be the ultimate megalomaniac. He certainly will be. The Bible provides an example of the kind of raw power a potential world ruler can gain during a time of trouble. In Genesis, we learned of Joseph who advised Egypt's Pharaoh how to overcome the devastating seven-year famine that he had dreamed beforehand would occur. Joseph advised Pharaoh how over time he could essentially gain control over his entire land and the surrounding nations. Pharaoh traded stored food for money, cattle, land, and eventually people until he owned everything and everyone. The people he had been reduced to serfdom, slaving for their Pharaoh in order to survive. Likewise, our well-intentioned efforts to overcome disasters and to provide for our people in need can lead to the elimination of the freedoms that we have long enjoyed. Therefore, we shouldn't look for a great human leader to come and, quote, save the human race. For his inevitable megalomania will lead the world into bondage. Rather, we instead should turn to the one who has already provided freedom from sin and death. And that's the one true Messiah, Jesus Christ. So, guys, if you haven't checked out Lamb and Lion Ministries, whoo, you need to go and check them out. Lots of good stuff on there. Anyway, that was Tim Moore. And a misguided hope, the growing call for a global government world leader. You can check that article out at harbingersdaily.com. Harbingersdaily.com. So I'm going to go to Lamb and Lion Ministries 
And I'm going to just click on this for you real quick, you guys. If you want to go there, it's ChristinProphecy.org. ChristinProphecy.org. My computer would click on it. There we go. <laughs> Sedlink, Optimum, whatever you want to call them. Not the greatest. Ah. Mm. Where I live, we have no choice. So, uh, you can sign up for the Lamp Lighter magazine, which they have. I'm telling you guys, you're going to want to sign up for that. This is a really great ministry. They really are. And I've been uh, following them for a very long time. Dr. David Reagan is very sweet. He recently lost his wife last year. Um, but he is, he's, I've got him on my website. If y'all go to Bible Prophecy, the number four today.com, you will uh, see him um, on there. I've got a lot of articles from him written on there, and you guys can check that out. But these are really good. I'm just going to give you um, just a, a real quick uh, synopsis of what I'm looking at on their website. So it's proclaiming the soon return of Jesus Christ. And it goes on to say the rapture. When is Jesus coming back for the church? There's an article there. Um, left behind. Did many people disappear? Jesus came. What's next? That's going to be for left behind. In salvation. What must I do to be saved from my sins? You can check that out. So there's prophetic perspectives. <clears throat> Rise of ten kings. There's a video. Uh, the heavens and the new earth. That's the that's another one. You're going to watch that one. That's going to be great. But there's a lot of good stuff on here if you guys haven't checked it out. And so, um, it's going to try to find, I cannot think of his name. I can see his face right now, but there's, he does all the online ministry and all that stuff kind of, and I'm trying to, um, find him. Let me see if I can find it here. So, yep, right here, Dr. Nathan Jones. Uh, he's the internet evangelist. And so he's great, 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 great. And of course, there's Dr. David Reagan, um, the evangelist emeritus. He's still listed on there. I mean, of course, Tim Moore, who's taken over, but, there's a lot of good stuff on there. If you guys want to check it out, if you go to the top, there's like events. There's all kinds of things. There's teachings you can read. Um, all kinds of great stuff. Just great stuff. Lots of topics. Any kind of topics you can think of. There's news. Um, just a whole bunch of good stuff. So there's a lot of good websites out there. And I always try to uh, mention those. Mention really good websites if I come across them. And teaching as well. And so not only this teaching... Um, there's some other stuff on there I want to talk to you guys about. It's called Hit the Bar, and they're on YouTube. And um, if you don't know what that means, when you're watching a YouTube video uh, and you hit the bar, that pauses the videos. But anyway, they're called the Messed Up Church, um, and that's what their YouTube channel is called. And I absolutely love them. I love them. Uh, they break it down, these heretical pastors. And they don't just tell you what they say. Oh, no. They show them out of their own mouth saying it. <clears throat> so they hit the bar and then they break down their so-called sermons and tell you why they are heretical. So go to the Messed Up Church. Uh, check them out. It's called Hit the Bar. You, <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. You're going to love them. Mm. <clears throat> Still sucking down some coffee. My voice is not the greatest. I haven't got it all back yet, but it's getting better. It's getting better. On some other disturbing news, I just typed in uh, to Bing, I just said, um, I just typed in COVID vaccine death rates. <laughs> well, it didn't give me the death rates, but it did give me um, the amount of doses. And so how many people have taken um, the COVID vaccine? And so I'm going to just highlight you guys on the map. So we got California. Uh, with a population of 39,512,223 people. And 84.3% of Californians received a dose numero one. 71.8% received two doses. So that's a staggering amount. What's more staggering is Texas, where I'm from. This is very disturbing. Uh, we have a population of 28,995,881 and 76% of people took one dose and 60% of people took two doses. So we kind of got smart there on that second dose. We're like, whoa, 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 something's not right here. But anyway, 22 million Texans, well, over a little, little over 22 million Texans took the jab numero uno. That's very disturbing. But then he came over to New Mexico. 93.8% of New Mexicans took jab number one, and 71.9% of them took jab number two. So they kind of got smart, too. Yeah. Uh, California, 
I was surprised that less Californians took it. Only 84% of Californian uh, people took the jab. Boy, they're like smarter than we thought. But of course, 76% of Texas did. I was still shocked by that. Another shocking one is 82% of Florida took jab number one and 64% took jab number two out of uh, 21 million people. Now, here's a surprising statistic. Not. Maine, jab number one, 96%. Jab number two, 77% of the population. 1,344,000 people. 1,302,000 of them took the jab. And you go to Vermont, 99% of Vermont took jab number one. 82% took jab number two. So out of a population of 617,699 folks, 600, I'm sorry, out of 623,989 folks, 617,699 of them took it the jab wow you guys is that how y'all say that up there in the yankeeville use guys sorry <laughs> here in texas we say y'all <laughs> anyway massachusetts this is gonna shock you this is unbelievable i just can't wrap my head around this it even check this out there's a population of massachusetts of six million eight hundred ninety two thousand five hundred and three people but guess how many massachusetts took dose number one i don't see how this is possible but seven million three hundred nine thousand two hundred and twenty six people apparently they had some family living with them i guess during their vaccination status but anyway 100 percent of the massachusetts folks took jab number one jab number two 81 percent took that so they got a little smart there maryland 91 percent took jab number one 76 percent took jab number two of course you go down to virginia and 90.6 percent of virginians took jab number one 73.5 jab number two folks let me tell you where we got new york oh connecticut 100% of folks living in Connecticut took jab number one. 79% took jab number two. Where's New York? New York. Here we go. The one New Hampshire, 87.5%. Woo. All righty. New York, New York. 94.1% of folks living in New York took the jab. And 76.5% took jab number two. Guys, Wisconsin, they're pretty low. They're at 74.9%. Minnesota, 78. South Dakota, 83. North Dakota, 69.1. Minnesota. Minnesota took on a 78.5%. And 69.6% took jab number two. Really? Ooh, Michigan, 69%. Michigan. Less folks statewide took the jab in Michigan than they did in Texas. Illinois, 78.7%. Ohio, only 65% of Ohio took jab number one and 57% took jab number two. Folks, let me tell you, there are some smart folks up there, but I was just kind of shocked. I was really shocked about that. Um, I didn't think Texas would have been that high, you know. I really didn't, but uh, Arkansas was 69% of those folks. They're smart, like, nope. Louisiana come in at 62%. They were smart. Here you go, Mississippi. 61% in Alabama, 64%. And you got Georgia coming in at 68%. So there are some folks that are smart. Got to be shocked somewhere, right? So moving right along, like I said, you're not going to find the actual truth. This is so hard to find the truth. But Dr. John Campbell on YouTube, he can give you some truth. Um, he will definitely, because he took, he took the jab too. But he's very scientific. And so he breaks it all down. Boy, he's getting that data and he's drawing on there. And I mean, I love to watch him and listen to him. So he is fantastic. He's got it going on. But guys, if you haven't gone uh, to geoengineeringwatch.org, you're going to want to go there. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you the truth of what they're doing, manipulating stuff. But I have optimum internet and it sucks so i'm sorry about that it won't let me go there right now because uh it's telling me that my internet is down so like i tell you guys i record on uh wondershare and then of course then i upload it to my podcast to podbean then podbean um send it to other places so if you are a podcaster and you're looking for what like what platform can i use like what what can i do like this country girl can figure it out you can too anyway um there's a lot of good 
uh, podcasting um, platforms out there. I like Podbean um, because it's simple to use. Now, it might be a little bit difficult for some folks. There's other ones out there. There's a couple other podcasting platforms out there. But I like Podbean because it's easier um, to get it to Spotify and Google Cast and all that other stuff. And they get like, they'll actually show you. If you have any questions, you can always like chat with them or email them. And they're super fast to get back with you. Um, and they're not very expensive. I think they do have a free, um, they do have a free one per month. And that's great. But, you know, I talk a lot. And so <laughs> I use, uh, I pay the, I have the monthly paid. I don't have the, the, the other, there's a $29 plan, which I don't do video anymore. I did do that, but I thought, well, I might as well just stick to like the $16 plan or whatever it is I pay a month. I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, that way I can talk and just do whatever I want to. And, but anyway, if you're looking for something like that, dude, you can go, you can go there. My brother's always like, you should tell people how to do this kind of stuff. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know. But if you guys have any questions or you want to get started or you got things that you want to say, trust me, the world wants to hear them. You know, the world wants to hear these things. And these end days, men, if you have something to say, God's telling you, hey, hey, do this. You can shoot me an email and I'll do the best I can. You can give me a call or whatever. We can set up a conference or a Zoom or like whatever. And I'll do my best to help you guys. Um get started um you know podcasting or like whatever you can I'm, dude i'm an open book so whatever i can do to help you let me know anyway so let's see if my internet is back up and going it just has its own it just does its own thing you know i just i don't even know kind of kind of gives me kind of gives me a, a what you would call it um i wouldn't say uh, uh, I, I, you know, I should really get some of my money back that I pay a month for that because it's not fair. But anyway, you go to geoengineeringwatch.org. You know, okay, so if you guys haven't watched the dimming, totally need to go watch it. You can watch it for free on YouTube, or you can actually go to their website and you can watch it here too. Um, dude, I'm telling you, it is um mind-boggling what they've already done and what they're planning to do, and what you and I don't have any idea of what they're doing. We, none of us gave approval for that. I guess it doesn't really matter. There was no vote or anything on that. You know, hey. But anyway, go there. Check it out. Uh, Joe Engineering Watch Global Alerts. Um, it's got that going. They do a Global Alerts like every week, I do believe. And uh, definitely, definitely going to want to find that. Another thing, if you guys want to know about weather or anything like that, if you're into the weather and, uh, you know, you want to know what's going on around the world, I'm telling you, YouTube is called Ryan Hall, y'all. And he is awesome i love him so i absolutely love him so if you want to know some weather you know what's going on especially when storm season because he'll go 24 hours a day he will run and they've got people out there like storm chasing and like all kinds of stuff and so but anyway go to ryan hall y'all i love him anyway he's a southern person too because I, I love that but anyway i'm really gonna get off here guys but anyway if you want to go watch james cadiz uh you can go to calvary chapel chino hills um, he's on YouTube. You can go there and check him out. He's got Don Stewart. If you want free books, Don Stewart has educatingourworld.com. All of his books are for free. Love him. Please go check him out. Of course, my favorite, Leo Homan, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. You can go check Leo Homan out. Lots of good stuff. Lots of great podcasters. Now, there's so much stuff going on in the world today. So many wonderful people. And I'm so thankful to God, especially for all these authors and reporters that go out there and they get all this stuff so that I can read it all to you guys. Man, I tell you, because the truth is hard to find. What these, what they do when they go out there and they're getting all this stuff, I'm so thankful for them because I can't do that. I don't have the brains to do that. I'm so glad that God has given the brains of these people and the wisdom of these people to go out and do that so that me and you can learn what's going on in the world through them. So... Anyway, if you haven't gone to technocracy.news, gosh, guys, you could go there because there's so much, so much on technocracy.news' uh, Patrick Woods' website. It's called The Unholy Trinity, Facebook as Fact, Government as Truth, and Big Pharma as God. Folks, remember the Bible talks about pharmakeia, pharmakeia, and that's where we get our word pharmacy, sorceries. It's also pharmakeia uh, spoken of in the end time. So it says WEF ditches Twitter, says followers should use Chinese apps instead. <laughs> no. I uh, know. And so lots of stuff. Amazon delivers drones, takes to skies. There you go. So the sudden unexpected deaths exploded in Germany since the mRNA shots began in 2021. So let's check that article out before I get off here. What do you say, guys? Okay. 
technocracy news is where we're at so we're going to go on down here this is by uh, posted by via vaccine impact it was posted on december the 29th of 2022 and so uh it doesn't give me an author's name as of yet it does say comment oh here we go comments by brian Shilavi, Shilavi, Editor, Health Impact News. Okay, so this is an explosive report out of Germany showing a massive increase in, quote, sudden deaths, unquote, following COVID, quote, vaccines, unquote. That has not received much exposure in the alternative media yet because the sources are all in the German language. Pierre L. Gosselin of the No Trick Zone blog has provided an English report of the data. Thanks to Henry McCobb uh, for including this in his daily update today. So the report shows a fourfold increase in, quote, sudden deaths, unquote, following the introduction of the COVID vaccines in Germany compared to previous years. The German AFD parliamentary group tried to do damage control by issuing a press release on these findings that you can read right there if you want to go there. And you can read in an English if you click on English, but we're not going to do that. <laughs> anyway, however, they do not dispute the data. They basically claim that the lower numbers in previous years were due to, quote, errors in the input of transmission of the data. Story by Pierre L. Gosselin. So this is shown by just released data of the 72 million insured of Association of Statutory Health Insurance Physicians, the KBV. And you can look at the chart above. You guys want to go to technocracy.news and check that out. The number has more than doubled since the vaccine has introduced at the end of 2020, jumping from around 6,000 per quarter to 14,000 currently. The difference, 8,000, means more than 80 people each and every day are dying suddenly and mysteriously. Folks, I'm going to read that one more time. The number has more than doubled since the vaccine was introduced at the end of 2020, jumping from about 6,000 per quarter to 14,000 currently. And the difference of 8,000, which means more than 80 people each and every day are dying suddenly and mysteriously. The German analysis since the start of corona vaccination shows the population has seen drastic changes in disease patterns and death. This is a result of data from the Association of Statutory Health Insurance Physicians, or the KBV, uh, which Martin Schichnert was able to evaluate exclusively together with data expert Tom Laus and made public at the press conference earlier today. Frightening data findings. It says patient data of the Association of the Statutory Health Insurance uh, Physicians. I'm just going to say ASHA. I'm not even going to say that because that's too much to say. Anyway, on the side effects of the corona vaccinations provide frightening results, tweets uh, Professor Stephen Humbard. Quote, with the start of a corona mass vaccinations, the number of those who died suddenly unexpectedly jumped more than four fold compared to previous years. In each quarter, beginning with the first quarter of 2021, more sudden and unexpected deaths were recorded by panel physicians than in any total year from 2016 to 2020, unquote. The article goes on to say, The task and responsibilities of monitoring vaccine safety falls in the hands of German's Paul Elric Institute, or the PEI, which appears to have grossly neglected analyzing the KBV data, a duty it is obligated to do in the interest of public safety. The German government in 2020 indeed standardized the use of the insurance data to protect against immunization damage, but the current government and the PEI have stunningly ignored the law. Hmm. German parliamentarian Martin Schickert added and data analyst Tom Lawson have since forced the release of the data and the shocking results. Folks, you can read the rest of that article if you go to technocracy.news. I'm telling you, it's only a matter of time. They cannot, they cannot hide. They can't, it's always so far you can sweep under the rug all these people dying suddenly. If you haven't gone to watch Steve, Stu Peter's on Rumble, died suddenly. You need to go watch that. It is very disturbing. I always put the disclaimer on there. It's very, very disturbing. But it's what's happening. And remember in Canada when the number one spot of death was, what was it? Unknown. Unknown took over the number one spot for dying death in Canada. But they were like, well, we don't know. It's not heart disease. It's not cancer. It's unknown. Well, we all know what it is. 
tell me, tell me, what has changed in the last two years? Going on three. Now we're going to start number three. Starting at midnight tonight. So some of y'all listening, it's already New Year's uh, Day for you guys. And man, I tell you what, I really do pray that the Lord, oh, I pray he comes this year. I really do. I pray he comes tonight. But uh, Maranatha, Lord Jesus. But um, no, um, for real though, yeah. But you know, I, I pray that people this year who were lost, I pray that they will find Jesus this year. I pray, I pray, I pray that this will be the year of salvation for these folks, that they will wake up. And I would pray that people in the world that are on the fence or that they're, you know, they're, they're lost and they don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that they will look around if they haven't hardened their hearts yet and God hasn't turned them over to a reprobate mind. I pray that they will look around and realize what is actually going on. The Bible told us deception deception in the end times folks we're living in that deception we're living in the end days i don't know how much plainer i can make it these headlines think about if i was reading you guys these headlines and these articles say five years ago you'd have been like whatever that could never happen but here we are living it right now anyway tell you what guys um, go to technocracy.news and show some love. Patrick Wood has wrote a book. It's called The Evil Twins of Technocracy and Transhumanism. Guys, if you want to understand your future as planned by technocracy and transhumanism, it's a must-read book. You got to go there and check it out. Patrick Wood, go check out his new book. Um, other than that, I don't think I've got a whole a lot to talk about today. Not after, well, after all of that. <laughs> Who knows what tomorrow brings, right? Who knows what tomorrow brings? I did just see a thing come across my new or my the thing on my website or on the web desktop here. Uh, there's an officer in New York that was stabbed in the head um, at Times Square. Lord God, I pray he's okay. Oh my Lord, I pray that you uh, would protect all the officers and everybody you know out there today. God, just protect them all. First responders, security officers, doctors, nurses, EMTs, firemen police officers everybody um this is not a good nod to be at if you're not out and about in your home well god bless you because uh as i was a former drinker and bartender from years and years ago we called this amateur night anyway and uh thank god i did not drink and I don't go out on these nights anymore thank god he delivered me from all of that praise the lord if you ever guys want everyone to hear my testimony uh shoot me an email and i'll tell you i was a wretch saved by god's grace thank god thank god oh what's his name wretched radio <laughs> i love him i love him oh goodness you guys so with that i'm gonna get off of here because you know in texas we got at least say three times at least twice you gotta say bye twice right it's just uh it's how we are so anyway another thing um i don't know if you're here in the united states but they just passed the one trillion dollar omnibus bill 4,000 some odd pages and you know they've never read it but there's so much pork in there uh it's very just it is it infuriates me that they can pass these ginormous unrealistic bills that we don't have this money for but yet they pass it anyway um yeah here's a good article let me just read this one this is headline it says victory for grandmothers court rules state can't prohibit their food sales can you imagine trying really grandma's bake sale nah. this is the days we live in folks it's the days we live in anyway like i say if you haven't got any food i'm telling you right now instead of investing in that brand new car you may want to invest in some food you better get you some food I'm telling you because you're not gonna be able to eat your car it's got leather seats you know you might be able to tend some make a jacket out of it or something but no you're not gonna be able to eat your car guys you're not gonna be eat that new brand new house that you want to spend all the money on now is you know probably not the time to be doing those kind of things i mean i'm no economist or anything but i don't think things are going to get any better um man i'm telling you i'm telling you yep the bad thing about it is, you know, Christianity is, it's just, I mean, 
it's time to turn on the Christians. Have you noticed that? It's getting worse. And Jesus told us in these end days that this is what happened. He goes, he, these, Jesus told us, they hated me, they will hate you too. And you are in this world, but you are not of this world. Just remember that as a Christian. We're here, but this is not our home. We are not of this world. Praise God. Praise the Lord. This is a fallen world. And uh, that is our hope. Our blessed hope, Titus 2.13, is our blessed hope. We are looking for our great God, for the appearing of our great God and Savior. He's coming to take us home. He's coming to take us out of here. So let those words of encouragement uh, be with you. And, um, man, I tell you, I tell you what, it is, it's, it's, I can't believe 2022 went by that fast i it just seems like it was uh just yesterday you know that we were uh ringing in this new year of 2022 so um i want to leave you guys with this psalm 37 1 don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong for like grass they soon fade away like spring flowers they soon wither trust in the lord and do good then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. For the wicked will be destroyed, but those who trust in the Lord will possess the land. Folks, remember that. And I read that to you guys out of the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation. And uh, that's one of my Bibles I've had for years and years. And I gave it to my daddy. And then when he passed away, I, I was able to bring it back home with me. But anyway, with that, guys, I'm really going to get off of here. So the may the Lord keep you. May he bless you. May his face shine upon each and every one of you. May he give you boldness to stand on his word and to tell people the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ while we still have time. So may the good Lord bless you and keep you. And Father, Please, please, Father God, protect, protect all those, Lord, who believe in you, especially who are in hostile countries. Lord, I pray, God, that you would set your hedge protection around them all. Lord, Father God, we ask you for wisdom to live in these days. Please, God, give us wisdom. Encourage us, Lord. Give us boldness to preach your word. And I ask you all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Maranatha, Lord Jesus. Guys, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Thank you guys so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you.